Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about last life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back or vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of a Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way. Four strangers to Cato Nemoidia were wandering deep within the shadows of the undercity of Jora, a ruinous landscape hanging below the current city. Though partially destroyed, the heroes found it not totally abandoned. Some security measures remained in place in the form of dependable, if aging, battle droids who took exception to the trespassers. Trapped in a small public area, it was decided an ambush would be better than letting the droids catch up with them later. Koba, Kesh, Skip, and even Hillary went on the offensive. But how will they fare in a fight with purpose-built war droids? Find out this week as they continue Going Down. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 2, Episode 5, and I am Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Koba, the Doug investigator, uh, slash she an expert now. <laughs> We're in a life and death situation, and I am using a lightsaber for the first time. So I make good life choices. <laughs> well, if, if you're such an expert, what even is a Sheehan? I think it's some kind of uh, small canid hmm well i'm hillary uh, i am the alina teacher uh, i am not using a lightsaber of any variety uh, rather i'm using the surroundings that i've been given to defend myself and my friends <laughs> although i feel like koba might be looking a little worse for the wear i'll have to check it on that koba koba how are you doing i'm Using a lightsaber for the first time? Good life choices, right. I'll leave you be. I'm Kesh, the Trandoshan mystic seer, and I have a stick. Also making good life choices. Okay, good. So, so far, to assess, <laughs> tactically, we're fighting a bunch of Clone Wars era separatist battle droids. Yeah. Armed droids? Still yes, battle-hardened droids. Uh, cheap, but still functional. With limited vocabulary. And our arsenal consists of a stick, mm -hmm. a lightsaber that I don't really know how to use beyond hitting some training dummies. I thought you said you were an expert. I was about to say, it's, is it, does it really count as a lightsaber Shut anyway? Up. You have a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and... and and, and, and then the, the room. Skip, please tell me you have something better than that. 
Oh, good. I was kind of wondering if anyone was ever going to actually let me talk because you did say my name twice and my name, you know, my, my turn came up and then you just started talking again, which I guess is kind of regular, but uh, I mean, I have a new gun. It's not as good as my old gun, but it's working. I, I think it's a little more effective against droids than your, your uh, air gun would be. That's fair. And it was free. <laughs> that is the best price. Yes, you are correct. Uh, it's very important at this moment because I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of credits. Read any credits. And some credits. I can spot you. I might need you to buy me a drink after this is done. Oh, absolutely. Maybe we should just see if the droids will accept a little bit of a bribe and leave us alone. I mean, they are effectively patrolling a dead mall. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. But on the bright side, if we destroy the mall, more free blasters. There's nothing beneath the mall. If we destroy the mall, we die. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question. And it is now Kesha's turn. Hey, Koba. Uh. What was your first kill? Not all species necessarily uh, note those things like Trandoshans do, Cash. Yes, but I think everyone who knows how to handle a weapon and has been forced to use one remembers the circumstances around there first. Are you talking sentience specifically? I wasn't thinking insects, if that's what you were. No. Your choice. Malastare has a few, uh... larger forms of wildlife that sometimes need hunting or culling. But I'm guessing that's not the kind of thing you're talking about. Like I said, it's your choice. Did you go hunting when you were younger? Is that what you were thinking of? No, I've never gone hunting, not that way. Oh. My first kill was not uh, much to write home about. It usually isn't. You were in a back alley behind a small burlesque theater on Chandrilla. Mm. There's a little bit of a scuffle. Pulled up, blaster got pulled. I'm not really sure who's... Next thing I know, the bezel is because face down in a puddle. A rain puddle, not a blood puddle. It was a blaster, so like... Right, right, not, right. Yeah, just sort, of, just sort of chars. But it wasn't yours? The blaster? Yes. No. But you used it. I... had to find alternative solutions to the situation. What, what does that mean? It means I'd run out of contingency plans, Cash. Is that why you don't like blasters? No. Not that it helps. Hmm. No further questions. The camera comes in on the bridge city of Jorah. It is a city where you have skyscrapers going up that are gleaming and brilliant. And on the bottom, it has a mirror of these skyscrapers that are pockmarked with destruction. You've got artillery strikes, turbo laser strikes. There's even a couple 
droid starfighters and Republic starfighters that have crashed and still haven't been salvaged into the sides of these buildings. The camera starts focusing in on one of these buildings and it gets closer and closer. As it gets in a tiny bit closer, you can see this bridge going between these two buildings drop away. A bird flap into one side. The camera pulls around and you start hearing the opening of a firefight. The pew, 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 wong (laughs) of a fight. It slowly comes in and comes around the corner. That's where you see our heroes in the middle of a, a fight with currently six active droids. It looks like two of them just finished putting out a fire with some fire extinguishers. As they stand near turbo lift doors, there are three that seem to be drawing down on our heroes. The two that they can see, which is Koba and Kesh, they're standing near an informational kiosk that looks to have taken some fire. They're standing there, Koba with a training lightsaber, Kesh with a Kurtosis staff, and a battle droid standing pretty close to them. The camera swings over, seeing this giant ball that is resting on its hollow emitter. And passing that, you see Skip laying down in the conversational pit that is there, peeking out over the top with a B-1's rifle in hand, looking to be lining up their next set of shots, and comes to rest on Hillary that's effectively hiding in behind a incense cart. As they look around and see the now foam-covered remains of a perfume cart that looked to be this thing's twin. Oh, and uh, for the audience's sake, our destiny pool stands at one light side point, three dark side points. Our initiative order is three PCs go, then an NPC, then a PC, and then the last two NPCs. Mm-hmm. We are at the start of the second round of combat. Which, when you think about it, like. Y'all have done a bunch of damage with one round of combat. You've tried lighting them all on fire. So let's see what round two brings us. There are three of you going before any of them get to go. So who has an idea? Who wants to uh, take the initiative here? I'm hiding. Okay, I I didn't figure it was going to be you, but... (laughs) (laughs) Just clarifying. I mean, I'm I'm happy to just lead off okay my turn's not super exciting so there's just one droid within reach of me is that correct yeah there's well that droid had backed up to essentially short range it isn't engaged anymore because sure and then there are another two there by the turbo lift doors that are also at short range the three droids that are still there with their blaster rifles are at medium range to you I'll close distance to the two that are next to the lift tubes and lightsaber. So it's probably kind of pivot away from dealing with the lone droid. Go sort of low to stay under their shots and then very abruptly, like, leap at them. Because Sheehan is about clever maneuvers and uh, using using your enemies force against themselves, which for battle droids doesn't really mean much, but... <laughs> gonna do it uh, we only have like one light side point so I don't think I'm gonna blow it here but because I know she in technique I do roll lightsaber with my 
cunning. So the beads have been cleared off the floor with the fire extinguisher because of how they did it. The floor is not slippery with the fire extinguisher foam. Mm -hmm. So there isn't anything wacky that you have to go through to get to them. Does anybody recall, had I committed dice for the offensive version of sense? I, I think you committed both. We had moments before I think the fight began. Because, yeah, cause we, we set up the mm-hmm. ambush. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I think you did both. Okay, then that yeah. upgrades my check once for the... Wouldn't it do it twice? One defense, one offense was what I was remembering. Yeah, the the effect is once per round, I can upgrade the ability of the check, the attack check once. I then do have a duration upgrade that I may use that ongoing effect an additional one time per round. But I personally do not read that as allowing using it twice at the same timing window. That makes sense. The one what I was thinking of was the uh, the strength, the when using senses ongoing effects, upgrade the pool twice instead of once. Oh, hey, you're right. I have that also. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it would upgrade both twice. I'm glad. I'm glad you're reading my character sheet. Well, <laughs> I've I've had a character. The only other big force character I've played had sense down that track because it's super good. So two purples to start with because melee. Um, any upgrades or things been? They're holding fire extinguishers at the moment, but no. Other than that, no. Everything else is the same. Well, with three yellows and a green versus two purples, I have I have accumulated two failures and four advantage. I'm not good with my lightsaber, clearly, even though I have a really good dice pool when sense is on. Koba leaps at them, waves his lightsaber at them quite a lot, but <laughs> has has perhaps misjudged something in, in all of this, so it's mostly just kind of a light show. <laughs> it's okay though it's a training saber you're learning how to use it yeah that's true i'm training i've got four advantage i don't really have anything super killer idea wise to do and i have quite a bit of strain right now so i think i'm just going to dump that into strain <laughs> recovery so that okay. i have strain to use if somebody shoots at me <laughs> that does make a fair amount of sense as koba comes back down on the other side of the droids you know, and kind of realizing he did nothing reasserts his uh, defensive position. And I'm just really thinking that those two droids are going to go with something along the lines of, Hey, what are you doing waving that thing around? Do you, do you think you're a Jedi or something? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, no, he just thinks he's an expert. Hey, Ben, this uh, these buildings are some pretty rough shape, right? Like they have they've been through a lot, you know, through a war, haven't been fixed up in a while. I hate okay. You. Well, why do you hate me? I haven't even done anything. I'm trying to avoid doing like moving your cover again. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any chance that there uh, some of the ceiling or something might be, or some of the wall might be loose, maybe around that group of a uh, trio of battle droids? Yeah, there could be a few cracks there. That if you're wanting to wrench some rubble away, there could be something over there. Yeah, like the the shot I'm thinking of, if it works, is is Cash kind of reaching out and like we we have like the camera shot angled up above the droids as the you know cracks in like the I don't know what building material we're using here, but you know Duracrete you know can uh, grow and then like a piece falls down and maybe 
flattens a droid or two. That's that's my hope. That absolutely makes sense from how this place looks. Sure. And I'm just figuring that's probably essentially me doing the the move attack thing. So uh, yeah, we're gonna see if I. <laughs> Uh, what I roll here. Is there any range thing on how far away you have to be f- to activate that? Because that would be at medium range from you. They'll be shooting or falling at essentially short range. Okay, so yeah, so how that would work is essentially I need to do my discipline check and roll my force dice, and then I can see if the force dice, if I have enough pips to expand my range and or the silhouette. I do have both upgrades, but I, I, of course, have to roll the pips. My default is short range. Okay. I was just wanting to make sure that I was understanding things properly. Yes. Somehow it has only just occurred to me that in this system, size matters. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> okay, so I've got three force dice, and my discipline are, uh, consists of two yellow, two green, and then... I'm guessing it's going to be too, it's uh, the difficulty would be too purple based on the difficulty to hit the droids essentially at medium range. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not bad. I rolled two successes, two advantages, three light side pips, and one dark side pip. So, Ben, I uh, here's my thinking. Depending how big the rock pieces are here, I want to spend a pip to activate the power. Okay. A second light side pip to extend the range to medium and then a third to upgrade the strength. Assuming this is just a silhouette one rock. If it's high, if it's bigger than that, I can't move it. Okay. So you're going to move a silhouette one rock. That's the, yeah. Okay. And then that would be a 10 damage plus the two. So 12 damage coming down on top of that minion group. All right. Uh, and I know what I'm going to use the advantages for once once I see what this does to the group. It's going to come down and immediately crush one of them, and it's going to catch another one sort of scarring down the side. And two of them are going to step back like, Hey, what was that? Oh, no! <laughs> R0396, what up? No. Well, now you're making me feel bad. Troids. I think what happened here is as the rock fell down and crushed the one droid and damaged the other one, it kicked up a whole bunch of like dust in this place that is obscuring sort of their uh their their general area. So I'm gonna give them a setback die as well to the next totally shot. Works. Yep. Kesh looks quite proud of herself and realizes she's out in the open and Koba's moved on, so um, is there any place I could grab some cover with a maneuver? You could go in behind the giant telegraph ball. All right, I'm going to go behind the ball. <laughs> That'll end Kesha's turn. So, Christine, question. Which group had you been going after? I don't know what I did before. On this round, I, uh, I attacked the remaining trio, so we now no longer have any intact minion groups. Okay. I mean, the two that I went after are an intact minion group. Okay, we have no more I, groups of three. I did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got one, two, and two. Yes. Okay, so the in my little picture, the upper left now only has two. Yeah. Yes, Okay. that sounds correct. And you have scooched over to the right behind the, the holograph thing. Yes, grabbing a little bit of cover, because I've, I've just been standing out there, and uh, I don't want to get shot. 
But now Koba is kind of out there without yeah. cover. Oh yeah, Koba is very exposed and Okay. One thing Koba is qualifying is engaged with those two droids. But also those two droids are currently holding a fire extinguishers. Fair point. They had just finished putting up the fire of the perfume stand. Okay. So unfortunately my ability to reflect has nothing to do with dice, so I can always actually get that effect. It's not pronounced enough to save me if I get hit really, really hard, but, you know. So, in this situation, if, if Leslie, you're okay with me going next. Yeah, go crazy. Well, maybe not crazy, but... Skip is going to look out at the situation, see that Koba is, you know, slightly exposed, and that Cash had just dove for cover but also see that there is now a, a nice shiny rock within distance. Maybe it's not shiny, maybe it's dull. Who knows? Mm. Uh, looks down at their you know unfamiliar gun, which has been doing okay, but kind of looks at it scornfully, and instead reaches out with their hand and closes their eyes and concentrates what I'm hoping I'm able to accomplish is that Skip can knowing that they had made a wall out of plant life maybe they'll try with rock and is going to try to use alter to alter the shape of that that rock cluster of things that just fell on the group of droids to create a sort of sightline barrier between them and Koba. Okay. Because I now have the control chunk that uh, can affect stone. That's my hope. Alright. I need to figure out how to even roll this. Because <laughs> force powers still very much confuse me. The first would be rolling your force rating. Which uh, the W's. Okay. Great. Awesome. Cool. I I I I only I rolled too too dark. It's okay. Uh, you can just flip that destiny point. Just take that conflict, some strain, and uh, you can achieve your effect. I mean, Christine's right. Yeah. Look, look at Cash. She does it all the time. Yeah. Then I guess probably Skip will maybe feel some sort of mental resistance to this plan, but <laughs> uh, push through. Do it anyway. I mean, wouldn't you feel terrible if you didn't do it and then Koba died? Yes, of course. Absolutely. Okay. So how much conflict do you take? Do you take it per pip that you use? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You only take the okay. strain once, but it's per pip is the conflict. The, the strain is only, what, it's, is it only one point? No, the strain is... The... No, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's one light side point. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's yeah. one conflict, one strain per, but it's one light side point to how how many dark side points. Oh, okay, you all right, that, that's what I thought. Two. Conflict. Yeah, so I only need to use one to actually do the action, I believe, because it's not like a number of points. I do think that I, I actually need to spend it twice to increase my range, though, because I, I have... I have range and control. So yes, I think I am using two two dark side points here. Okay. Okay, neat. I just spent two dark side points. Woo. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. 
So is is spending force stuff like basically like not a success or fail thing? Like if you're drawing on the dark side, it just happens. Yeah. yeah, there are very specific uses of certain force powers that call for a roll, such as when Christine uses move as an attack. She has to make a ranged attack. To see whether they hit or not, but beyond that. But that's the exception, not the rule. Force powers can always go off to some degree as long as you're okay with taking the dark side points. Now, sometimes you don't have enough pips to get like the magnitude of effect you want. So that's mm-hmm. like, that's, I guess, kind of the way failure sort of exists. And sometimes, of course, you, you decide the effect is not worth using the dark side points or whatever. Okay. And just decide so, not to do it. Assuming this all goes off correctly, Skip, you know, reaches out and I like to think that maybe because it's dark side points that I'm drawing on and I'm all liking symbolism instead of like a very nice, pretty rock wall, it's actually like this very sharp, spiky, like jutting up in the air rock construction that is blocking Koba from the droids. Okay. And then Skip just kind of ducks lower into the conversation pit, feeling just kind of awkward about themselves. That brings us to the first NPC slot. And I am thinking that it is going to be the lone B1 droid. Because these B1 droids, they've essentially got, like, they're droids, but they've all got a built-in communicator. Like, way back when, at the whole Naboo nastiness, they were controlled from a ship in orbit. Now, they're using the same stuff as just sort of, like, their own internal comm links. The one that's left brings up their floppy hands up where their ear would be on their design. And he goes, Big Bros, Big Bros, where are you? We're under attack here. They're trying to lighting the place on fire. Defending as best we get. We're on level 15. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> then they're going to <laughs> attempt to move around and attempt to shoot at Cash. Since Cash is I see there. how it is. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so is this the group I gave the setback to? I too. Uh, n- no. Okay. This is the one that was standing off pretty close to you. On the uh, other okay. hand, it is a single battle droid. I mean, really. Oh, hey, I have a point of defense for my uh, my armor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hooray! Uh, all right, uh, and then I imagine I have some kind of setback from uh, my bit of cover. I am going to be using one of the four dark side pits. I was that about I've got to say <laughs> because it just feels wrong for me to have all of them, and if I don't use them, then the players can never use them again and fall to the dark side. Y'all get up to some fun stuff when it comes to light side points. So yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay, which comes out to a single failure. Hey, uh, they're really—it's really not the armor that stopped it. They're just not very good shots from what I see. <laughs> Well, no, it, it does plank off of the armor yeah. from what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah. So going around and it's just this one, but it's like, it's pretty much charging like, yeah, and you almost hit the scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then that brings us to Hillary's turn. Okay. So the wall that Skip brought up is between Koba and the pair that he was against. 
Or is it across all of the ones that were kind of on that side? I was figuring those around the ones that had blasters that Keshe just dropped rocks on. Yeah. So now those ones have essentially two setbacks on whatever they shoot. They've got shooting it from behind all the spiky stuff and also uh-huh. the cloud of whatever it is that, uh, like, building materials. Okay. And those two? They would be at short range from you. Yeah, okay, and then we've got the two that are medium range. Oh, those would have been the medium range ones. I'm figuring that oh, okay. you were far enough out there. You and only you would be at short range to them. And does Koba look particularly injured at this point? Koba has four wounds. Has taken four wounds or has four wounds left? Has taken four wounds. Wounds count up in this system. I technically recognize that, but people say it differently, and I just wanted to be sure we were on the same page. Um, I have... Zero ideas. Is there another exit to this side, this place? There's the turbo lifts. There is the ramp going down that Mm -hmm. is fairly close to y'all. And you're pretty sure that there is actually a staircase, like a utility staircase, but not here. It would most likely be on one of the outer sides. I don't really know anything about computers. I mean, everyone in the galaxy would functionally use computers from time to time. You can always just roll your intelligence to see what happens. I mean, that's what it would be. I'm just wondering. I think Hillary still is not really like feeling like fighting is something he can contribute to well successfully. I mean, even, even though it's not against a biologic, you know, so it's, it's a different kind of thinking process. And yes, that is how he thinks, especially since these are war droids. I think he heard that droid cry out, you know, ah, they're attacking us, level 15. He's going to go to the help kiosk and look for a button to to hop on the comms or to hop in the the computer system to do something. Okay, and are you looking to create a distraction? I think what I would like to try and do is create an alert on a different level above us. Okay. In that case... So he's he's going to get up and start by running into the... I guess it would be the, the kiosk by where the ball fell, or... There's a hollow emitter in the middle. Kind of like how, say, Return of the Jedi, they've got the actual... Death Star up there, this is something to help it seem more solid instead of the see-through green stuff. Mm-hmm. When it's up there, it looks like an actual planet, so the magic is gone. But the actual terminal is still there, and it does seem to have power, so sure. There are the keyboards there that you can attempt to do stuff with. This does seem a little bit on the advanced side, like using an information kiosk to send off an alert on a different level. Hillary's going to pop up from his hiding point kind of look around and be like, um, well, there's a giant spiky wall that wasn't there before. That's a little weird. <laughs> there's a droid that's with, I guess it's not with anybody. It was by Kesh and Koba. Mm-hmm. And then there are the other two droids off a little further. I can't do anything about any of those, but maybe I can mess with something and, and do that way. So he's going to pop up, look around, and then he's going to kind of run and hop into the uh, the kiosk 
And he's going to do that thing where you stop in front of a computer screen and you kind of hold your hands out next to your face like, right. So he, he centers himself and says, okay, so it's been a little while since I've tried to do anything like this, but we are going to give it a whirl. And he starts hunt and pecking typing because he's like not, he knows how to use them, but he doesn't know how to use them like what he wants to do. This does sound like a hard check. You're using a information kiosk to set off an alarm, which, okay, sure, that could theoretically be done, but that would be like average. But you're trying to do it somewhere else, which I figure would increase the difficulty to a hard. So that'd be three purple. Okay. Three purple. Yep. Against two green. Okay. Uh, so I just need to access main program grid uh, alerts alarms and go that would be two fail so you uh the those around between the blasters would hear tip 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 well drat and then he ducks and hides That was useless. I mean, it was worth a shot. I'm inclined to agree that it was worth a shot, but (laughs) Hillary's a little frustrated. So we've got the rest of the battle drives to go. We've got five of them. Really, I'm thinking that the two that are in behind the spike rock and in the cloud that just had another one of them squished, they're doing their best to book it. They're doing essentially two maneuvers to get out and cower in some room. So that's what they're doing. The problem is the two that are in front of Koba are in front of Koba with a lightsaber-wielding Doug. They are holding fire extinguishers. What? They got this. So I am entirely figuring that they're going to be taking their fire extinguishers and trying to use them to smack Koba. Oh. Come on, but man. I am going to even up the light side pool. Yeah, because my sense is going to upgrade their check twice. Yeah, so that was good. And it's an improvised weapon, so I believe that's a setback on top of that. I believe it's just a threat. Yeah. And that threat shows up on account of otherwise it was pretty balanced. And yeah, they're eagerly trying to smack at Koba with the fire extinguishers missing. They got one failure, one threat. They try and hit a Koba. Koba's able to sway out of the way or however Koba dodges and they start backing up. So now they're no longer engaged with Koba. They're now at short range. They're not really around anything, and it looks like they're starting to move towards the exit. Which then brings us to three PCs. At this point, to recap for everyone, we have two of the battle droids have just decided to run away because they've got a Jedi and other people starting to attack them, and they're at less than half strength. You have two that are looking to be following the exact same path, they just can't move that fast. And you've got one that seems to be trying to score a shot in on cash and not paying attention to anyone else. Looking to be going for revenge, of all things. 
We've got the one that is their short range to catch, but they're pretty close. They're essentially shooting over a large, that hollow projector. Hillary's now there too. So they could turn and try and shoot Hillary. And then Koba's at short range to them. At this point, Skip is at short range to them. I figured that the hollow projector thing would give them slight cover from Skip. So Skip would be shooting with a setback. So it comes down to who is wanting to move and do something. And you're relatively certain that they did call for reinforcements. How badly do you want to get a hit in with that lightsaber, Brandon? Not that badly. Okay. <laughs> I'm good either way. I don't have like a, a super creative use of a uh, move right now to take uh, take this last one out. So I could try something with the computer again. Sure. All right. So. What Hillary is going to do is, since the alarm process didn't work, because, you know, that makes perfect sense, he is instead going to look at triggering, like, a gate. Like, you know, when you close shop, you have that okay, yeah, metal gate to come down, ideally in the, the ramp area, to keep any other droids from arriving at their floor. Okay. And that would be specific to this location, to this terminal. Mm-hmm. That is not overreaching my boundaries. No, no, no. I I'm, think. I do think that that would actually be, I don't know, at most you'd have to escalate your access to be able to hit it instead of it just being a normal button press because then you get all the kids in there and so I figured that that would be like an Oh my gosh. Easy check. Um, I'm, I'm going to trigger a lost kid alert. All right. Which which will drop the, the gate. Oh. Okay. So I'm still going on that would be an easy check. So a one purple, but I do want to toss in a setback because of the previous failed roll. <laughs> Hillary got mad and was slamming his tiny fists on the buttons and he made it mad. It, he made the computer angry because one of the buttons got lodged and there's just a, a string of E's going across one part of the screen. So he, he takes a moment and kind of sticks one of his little claws and pulls the button up. And then he's like, safety systems for this floor. Of course, of course. Um, I believe if I just trigger... Um, Yes, yes. Okay. And now we try it again. You said easy? Yep. So it'll be one purple, one setback. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so he's like, I just need to remember the the code for the lost child is code. Somebody give me a random name. Like it could just be a code auric. It'll be like a code, uh, code alpha here. We'll go with that because it's handy. It's like, I just, uh, it's a code for a missing child. Right. Code Oric. Boop. And there's a little ping. And and a, a voice comes on and does the, Please remain where you are. There is a lost child. Please remain where you are. There is a lost child. And you hear the, Sheek. Of something in the, the ramp. Blocking us off. And I guess if if you think it's enough for the one threat, maybe it actually just it, it it actually closes outside. It closes us off from the ramp as well. But that's your call. 
I am banking that threat. <laughs> it is going on one of the clocks. Noted. Hmm. Noted. Technically, it's the catch clock. Uh-oh. What did I do? Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Actually, I think I know what that is. That's not good. <laughs> that is blocking off reinforcements, most likely. There is still that one battle droid that is going for cash or is now starting to feel a little surrounded and might do other weird things. Yes. So, okay, I, I want to I talk something out here because I think I know how this would work action economy-wise. It's just really just a cool visual, though, so I'm trying to figure out a different way to do it. So what would you say, like, the order of events would be if I, like, if I wanted to do, like, the Jedi Fallen Order thing, like, pulling the droid to me and then using my staff on it. That's two actions, right? Like, that would require the... Yeah, it's supposed to be two actions, but... What if you pull it into your weapon, like you're holding your weapon in front of you? It's one of those things of, even in Jedi Fallen Order, it's one move, you pull it in, and you're doing the attack at the same time. It's not just they move up to you, and then a separate thing is you swing. No, this one, you're doing it all as once. So they are silhouette one, I am figuring that you could do this as a move maneuver and do a silhouette mm-hmm. one attack. Just like that rock, now you're doing an android. Okay. All right, and that's what we're, uh, we're going to do here, I think, as Cash is going to pop out from behind the hollow globe, reach out with the force, and try to pull the droid into her waiting staff. Okay, short range, right? Yep, they're at short range from you. Okay. I don't think I have any setback dice or boosts or things like that, so... Here we go. Uh, I rolled two successes, three advantages, and three dark side pips, and I don't want it that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think happens here is is Kesh reaches out, and again, kind of like from the, the start of the fight, she feels herself like more of those like, hunter instincts kicking in. You know, this droid is engaging in a bit of revenge, and she kind of like feels the same way for a moment. There's that like that potential delight and the destruction. And then she realizes it, like notes it, catalogs it, and then lets it go. It's going to pop back behind cover. Okay. I'm trying not to fall. Hmm. (laughs) Again, I I, want to make it worthwhile when I, when I start spinning those pips again. So, uh, that is uh that's gonna be Kesha's turn. Copa will throw his other Viper Ring at it. <laughs> Alright. Alright, there is a Viper Ring like at the floor next to Hillary. Oh yeah, it's in a oh. chassis of someone's. Okay, new new, well, new life goal. Every character needs to use one of Koba's Viper Rings once. Cash has already completed hers, now skip and Hillary. Gotta use them once. <laughs> I love Noted. It. Challenge accepted. Yeah, Koba still has one on him that he hasn't thrown. So with his other quarries leaving and and his lightsaber efforts leaving something to be desired so far, he will take out his second Viper Ring and throw it at the lone droid. What range uh, would I be to that droid? They'd be at short range. I'm figuring you'd be on the non-cover side. Fair enough. Uh, and is Kesh considered engaged? No, because Kesh was unsuccessful at pulling the droid. All right. Three successes, one advantage. Okay. Which is not quite enough to actually 
crit them, unfortunately, but it is enough for seven damage pierce two. <laughs> uh, they have four soak and five wounds. Yeah. So that's enough to... How do you want it to be? You're throwing, you are taking down the droid however you're wanting the droid to come apart. Well, you know, after Kesha's failed maneuver, maybe the droid is swinging back towards fighting Kesh some more or something, and then suddenly it kind of like there's there's a blur of motion and the droid sort of jolts and holds position for a moment and then anime style, like the upper part of its torso just kind of like slides obliquely off the lower part of its torso. Okay. Where the vibroblade cut it in half. Nice shot. Yeah. And the vibro ring is stuck into the side of the giant ball. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it rocks ominously. <laughs> and Kova will grumpily turn his lightsaber off. Which thing, yeah, the last two that were still kind of there, but we're running away, are now just successfully running away and now out of sight. They have turned the corner and whatnot. Takes us out of structured time. Though you do hear the faint whooshes above the wind of something else going on outside. Hmm. I got a bad feeling about this. You have a bad feeling about everything. It doesn't negate this time. When I have a bad feeling... That's a bad sign. And I will agree. I have a bad feeling as well. Oh. Well, we better get out of here then. I agree. Expeditiously. <laughs> Hillary grabs the vibro ring nearby and kind of tosses it to Koba in that, you know, this is yours kind of way. Assuming he has hands open. Yeah, he'll have stashed his lightsaber back in his vest and be like collecting the other vibro ring so yeah so i'll I'll go ahead and kind of just toss that to you hooray stick those in their slings sheaths (laughs) so so you say we're hearing like a whooshing noise outside yeah like a light whoosh cash is gonna approach one of the the windows and peer out skip just peels themselves out of being crouched into this conversation pit kind of dust themselves off oh i guess your thing's gone too i imagine it would have crumbled whoosh what am i looking at super battle droid is is that a flying super battle droid (laughs) it's got a jetpack or something yeah there's a variant that has rockets uh Hillary's going to look over at Skip since he has no idea what Cash is doing at the window and kind of do a thumbs up. Very cool with that that whole wall trick. That was, was kind of disturbing, but very, very cool. Skip doesn't actually know what to say to that and kind of looks down at their feet. We're going to have company. Huh? Yeah, we got flying droids outside. Flying droids? Hmm. When I pulled the one rock down from the ceiling, did that create any kind of opening? Like you could go up, yes. But right now you're needing to get down to level 20. Oh, that's right. Anybody have a clever idea on how to go down? We're, we're near lift tubes, right? Yes. Can we open them? Like try and muscle them open? Well, 
try the button first, but yeah, oh, okay. if, yeah, push a button. It doesn't look like it darkens or lightens or anything like that. So it looks like powers out to the lift tube. I would go with. You'd be able to pry open the doors. Could I try to skullduggery or computers maybe like a pop open a panel and try to cleverly trip like an emergency pop the door open circuit or something? To get the turbo lift open? Yeah. Just to access the shaft. Like, I don't know if the car is here or care. That case, I figured that would be an easy mechanics or like an average skullduggery check. I'll take the average skullduggery, I think. I do want to toss in a setback on account of the seeming lack of power. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll take the easy mechanics, but I will... (laughs) Use Clever Solution to roll mechanics with cunning this time. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and I'm going to flip a light side point just to be on the safe side, which get in, ends up giving me a yellow, green, green, green versus one purple for easy and a setback for no power. Four successes and two advantage. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of successes. Yep. I'm figuring that there should be something better than just, yeah, the door opens for that. <laughs> I'm just not quite sure how. Yeah, the yeah there's a very convenient ladder. There, there happens to exactly. <laughs> I mean, fair. I'm per- that absolutely makes sense. Like, it isn't a covered ladder for maintenance or anything like that. On the common wall, because there's two turbo lifts there, you're able to pry one open, and on the common wall, you can see a set of rungs going up and down as a ladder. And it does look like those rungs go all the way up and all the way down. Let's see, you're on level 15, the six levels down. Come on, hopefully they don't uh, think we'll take these things with the power down. I mean, for the advantages, if you want, you could try and get the doors to close after you're down. I mean, I'll certainly take that, yeah. Yeah, I I was going to probably do it myself anyway, if if you didn't do that. Or if you want to spend the two advantage some other way. I mean, I don't have any other real ideas for the advantage, so I'm I'm cool with just treating treating it as knowing how to get the doors to close again behind us. Can I ask a question about this shaft? Okay. Is it dark? Not super dark. Okay. You've got the common like electronics wall in between. This is a living building. Like, yeah, sure, there's a mall here, but this was sort of like a pedestrian mall kind of thing, not a like huge mall. The tubes themselves are glass walled, not that you actually see them. And about a good third, maybe half of the total tube is glass. So like, there's a level or two where it's black, but you've got levels above and below that that have at least flickering, like, emergency lights on or stuff like that. It's getting light into the tube from the outside. Perhaps the better question to get to my point is, is there wind from perhaps exposure to the exterior? No, there is not. All right, Hillary's okay you with this. You get a little bit of wind from the door that is currently open that leads to the outside that you came in through. But other than that, no. That's a very good point, Koba. I mean, who would think we'd use an elevator shaft? I mean, and I don't know that they they wouldn't be able to, to use them and attack us anyway. So let's, let's, let's just hurry up. 
Yes. Let's let's go. Yes. Let's go. All right. So then uh, with the advantages, does Koba need to be last in order to get the doors to close or? Koba's going last regardless. Okay. Then uh, in that case, Cash will uh, volunteer to go first. In that case, I want to get a easy athletics check off of the four of you. Coordination. Okay. Do coordination, but tell me how it actually looks because I'm trying to do that off the top of my head and it seems not right. But if you give me an idea, go right ahead. What's the difficulty? It was easy, right? Yeah, it's easy. I mean, you aren't just going down six levels on a ladder, but... I have two successes, two advantages, and two light side points from Enhance that... I'm going to put towards advantages that uh, in the hopes that I might be able to use those to help out my compatriots if they don't do as well. <laughs> what would give you that idea? One of them's on Alina with a one brawn because constitution is a dump stat. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who's after cash? Skipper Hillary. Yep. You got twos across the board there, Christine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I also rolled two dark side pips, but we don't talk about those. <laughs> this episode, apparently. They're, they're not welcome in this house at the moment. <laughs> I mean, unless unless Hillary really wants to... No, I think Hillary's down. still kind of looking down the tube, kind of trying to psych himself up to do this, because, you know, he's, he's, he's making sure that there's no wind. You know, you, you see him kind of does a, lick his finger and sticks it in the shaft, kind of making sure they're not open to the elements. And by the elements, I mean gravity and nothingness. If if that's the case, then what's going to happen is Skip is going to come up right behind Hillary and kind of clap Hillary on the back. <laughs> oh goodness! And then and then realize that it's it startles Hillary and grab Hillary by the shoulders to steady. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go. It, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. All yeah. right. Fine. I'm gonna make it look easy. <laughs> it gives gives Hillary two thumbs up, and uh, starts climbing down. Right. Are, we, are we rolling for? It's an or? easy athletics check. Oh, pfft. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is an easy check. Yeah, if you have more than one brawn. That I'm not upgrading for anyone. So, as tempting I I as was, it I is, I was just confused by Christine's. Light side points. I'm sorry, I have a thing that lets me roll. She does. Force dice with athletics checks. Oh my gosh. Whoo, I got one <laughs> success. Yep. All right. <laughs> oh, golly. So, do you make it look easy? I think I don't. I think I make it look exactly as difficult as it is. But I try. Yeah, Kesh is the one who made it made it look easy because she cheated. No slipping or anything, just regular amount of effort. <laughs> Doesn't make it look easy, just normal. <laughs> one success worth of normality. Okay, so Hillary's kind of doing that that kind of double fist pump, like, yes, this this will be fine. This will be fine. It's all fine. It's just a ladder. It's just it's all fine. Um, it's it's not open. You can do it. Catch me. Hillary, just, you know, one foot at a time. One foot at a time, yes. Don't look down. I've already looked down like five times, Koba. Well, don't do it again. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I think what Hillary's going to do is is he goes to mount the, the ladder like you would normally, but there's something about, you know, a ladder that is part of his history and it's ingrained in him. So he doesn't really grip it and he, he, he gets on the ladder very lightly. He's okay. like really on the, the balls of his toes and, and he's, he's keeping a good grip and he's not so much like clinging to it because once his hands are on the, the rungs, everything feels very familiar. And so he kind of just moves more fluidly than mechanically. Okay. Did it work? Sure. Coordination. Yeah. So Hillary's coordination, shockingly, is significantly better than uh, his not coordination. Is it going to be, do you want to stick with the easy? Do you want to make I it a little harder? I do feel that I, using coordination should make it an average check. So two perfect. I respect that choice. Okay. Nice job. So there's there's a Ooh. moment of hesitation until uh, he, he hits the rungs properly. But then it's like you see his whole body kind of goes into a different mode as the muscle memory takes over and he kind of more almost jauntily descends he's like gets on it and it's like he's back in his head back on the stage rather than in this ridiculous situation so he's descending comfortably all right and then our favorite doug Carla gives one last look around the area he's kind of like make sure there aren't any droids that have like spotted us doing this and and then climbs down himself, closing the doors again behind him by whatever mechanism. Um, All right. It's probably statistically better to do an, uh, an easy athletics than a hard, or than an average coordination given my taste. It's two green and a purple, or three green and two purple. Mm. I think uh, coordination feels more appropriate uh, right. just in terms of who Koba is, I suppose. So here we go. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? One threat. Okay, Brandon needs to stop rolling dice tonight. Yep. <laughs> except right. except for except for that one clever solution, but everything else, nope. All right. So, um, hmm. I did roll four advantages earlier. That. So yeah, if you want, you could toss in a boost from that. Because I, I technically forgot to assign them. Yeah. I tried, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boosts. Figuring, since I'm not willing this to be like, oh no, you've fallen at a long distance. Yeah, Koba falls six levels. It's okay, falling damage is very mild and kind in this uh, game, right? I mean, that's what a lot of people keep telling me, which is not true, but yeah. I'm going to go with, yes, you do slip and fall, but not the entire length. What I am going to do, though, is the thing that gets everyone a little bit flummoxed with this is I'm using one dark side point to say that you actually apparently hadn't been seeing all the way down. There was, like, light on the 17th floor, no light on the 18th floor, and you didn't really see much past that. And that's on account of on level 19, the level above where you're supposed to go, is the turbo lift car of which <laughs> yeah, you can mm. like open up and fall down into all of you are very spry kind of people you'd totally be able to do an anakin obi-wan type oh. thing i mean what? three of us are 
I, I, so I only have a one agility. It's fine. Do they just like drop down all fancy like? Yeah. On this floor, the lights are on, but it's mostly emergency lighting, like essentially like light strips going into the Duracrete there. It's looking actually very Tron-like, as if it's trying to draw everyone's attention to the ramp, which is open on this level. The ramp's open. This turbo lift is here on the 19th floor. All you've got to do is go down that one last level, or there are stairs elsewhere. Yeah, but we haven't seen them yet. True. Does there seem to be a way to... Uh, I don't guess there's like an access hatch in the floor to go down back out the bottom of the car. No, I'm going to go on no in this case. Okay. That seems very structurally unwise. And I'm going to equally assume that there is not a cut straight through Durasteel button on a training lightsaber. I'm going to go with no. What about... How how big is a turbo lift chamber elevator? What do you want to call it? It feels like it should be a silhouette two thing. Because you can fit multiple people inside it. Uh, and and moving job. moving a level would be how long range wise? That would be short range. Because you're talking like ten feet. Uh, I can try to make us a shortcut. No guarantee it's gonna work. Story of our lives. Give it a shot. All right. I'm going to try to uh, move the elevator. While we're standing in it? I mean, why not? <laughs> okay. Okay. I have uh, I rolled two light side pips and two dark side pips. And now here's where I need to debate because I could Ooh. just for the low cost of. Uh, actually, no, I need more than that. I need all of them. Mm. So I only have one, one strength. Because we one to activate, one for strength, another for strength, and one for... No, no, I don't need the one for range. I only would only need one. Can we kind of pause for a second? Yeah. And include Hillary in on this conversation real quick? Because I just realized I can do something to be helpful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I, I want to use it. Hillary is a teacher. Yes. So as a teacher, that means I can help guide and expand the abilities and horizons of my fellow teammates. Mm -hmm. And one of the abilities that you have as a teacher is called once a learner as an action, suffer force train and let one ally within short range, increase the allies force rating by an amount equal to the character's force rating until the end of the round. I think Koba and, and cash are having this conversation. Hillary's kind of looking in like, okay, we've got the ramp. That's fine. That is what it is, but I know that that's where the droids are, so he's not moving forward, and he kind of stops and he tunes back into what they're talking about, and he looks at Cash and is like, are you saying what I think you're saying? I'm just going to move the, the lift down another level. Okay. Um, Look, I'm starting to get pretty good with this uh, you know, whole moving things with my thoughts thing. You you are? Yes, yes. Um, Just... One moment, he takes your hands like one hand in each, and it's kind of adorable because his hands are so small compared to mm -hmm. yours. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of squeezes them and says, just remember, it's like you're moving me, but with me, the room. And, and he kind of gives you a little squeeze and then steps back and, and smiles and gives you a little thumbs up. And then he takes four strain. He looks a little <laughs> tense. 
And you have two more force die to roll to add to this collection. We can only hope it'll go well. Okay, so I'm gonna roll two more force dice, and I, yeah. I think what this looks like is is Kesha actually like leans her staff in the corner for a second, and takes her hands and sort of brings them up to around like chest height, and then starts to like push down with them, like she's like you know do, about to do like pull herself up a, up onto a ledge or something like that. And uh, let's see how these other two go. I got two more light side pips and another dark side. So, uh, yeah, Ben, I'm gonna spend. One to activate the power, uh, another to up the strength, a third to get me to the silhouette two. Skip, have you got any idea what they're doing? The closing their eyes and focusing a lot. I I, I was actually wondering if when when Hillary activates that, if the rest of us get some sort of like force user spider sense going on, like if we realize that that Hillary just did something. That's a good question. I mean, how much can other force users sense? use of the force it varies a lot by (laughs) what source we're talking about yeah like in this particular case that actually sounds like this whole transferring or lending force power from hillary to cash in this very friend group thing i'm thinking that yeah i think the two of you would feel it especially considering i also just envision this as one of those things of we had referenced anime earlier and like as Cash is doing this, the sort of light mist rising off in waves, like not so much glowing, but almost. Yeah. Almost a kind of supernatural element. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's I, like with this, it's not so much something they can see, but it's something they can feel like, like when you're in a, a stream and you can feel the, like an extra eddy yeah. in the current mm-hmm. without actually having like direct observational changes. I have a cute thought as well. Okay. Potentially uh, there's like a, there's a range limitation on this, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta be pretty close. What if, you know, same thing where you can kind of like tap into our force powers and use them for yourself. What if as cash is doing that pushing down motion, whether he's like consciously doing it or not, Hillary kind of does the same thing. Like they're doing it together. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Then in response to Koba's statement, Skip will lean in. I think I think Hillary's wizard powers are kind of like mega dad wizard powers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I can be found on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. You can also check out the Star Trek Adventures actual play IGM for Christine as well as others at Endeavor Show. You can find me at Leslit GS, sometimes moonlighting on uh, Flight Risk and Force Majeure and Silhouette Zero, but mostly just here, being a dad. You can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H and night with a K. I know this is this is going to come out a little bit later, but I too got to moonlight on a, an episode of Flight Risk, and it was super fun. You can find me, Ren, at Atomic Firebird on Twitter or 
unlike all of these folks, I'm usually in visual form on Twitch at Make Believe Live. And we are all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way, and you can holocom us at heroes at theheideanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash theheideanway. Or you can send the team some kef at ko-fi.com slash theheideanway. Am I next? Yes. yes, yes, I'm trying not I'm to sorry. skip you, Hillary. Come on. <laughs> what about skip? What? <laughs> Who's on first? What? At least it's a dead mall and not a Darth mall. But um, who? No, no, I just kidding. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I only know one Darth. Well, okay, I know two Darths. One of those Vader, obviously. He's on the news. Right, right, all the time. <laughs> that guy really gets around. Yeah. He's constantly appearing on Kuat News talking about the rebels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh who who's the other darth plagueis oh right never mind <laughs> i heard he was wise uh, <sighs> it's not something the jedi would tell you <laughs> no further questions <laughs> although somebody needs to remember to ask why don't you like blasters yep well, if it had been connected, I'm like, oh, cool, freebie question. If it, since it's not, it's like, okay, well, I, I got, I, I'm not gonna push further. I'm already, uh, already reaching this. Yeah, Kesh asked so many questions. Like, was it yours? Look, she's just trying to get the story here, and uh, I mean, hey, kudos to her for finally finding a topic that uh, Koba doesn't want to go on and on about. Uh, okay, valid point. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Did my job for once. <laughs> yeah, for like twice. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't the droids make you mad? <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible, terrible human being. Uh, so, I, Destiny. I'm a, I'm a Doug. <laughs> I meant you, Brandon. No, no, no. It's kind of like a. Um... I'm a Doug. <laughs> no, no. It's kind of like a reverse of like you know Hans quote to Jabba. It's fine. Brandon, you wrote this ability. Help me out here. Uh, you know that was like four years ago, right? Uh, you know no, it's still you, you wrote the ability. It's your you responsibility. You have perfect recollection of any Star Trek given episode based on like, oh, he was wearing, you know, but, a but silver a shirt in that episode. Yeah, that is, so that is I, definitely different than remembering the precise wording on a rule uh, when... <laughs> When, like, much of my job is changing the precise wording of rules until I... eventually someone tells me I can't change it anymore, and then I don't remember what I landed on. Okay. Well, A, I was mostly kidding. I mostly just meant how many points does it take to just use it once, which I think is just... <laughs> oh, no, don't go to sleep, computer. Stop that. <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs>
It's like Adam, I think, in the real world. Uh, hmm. I thought it was Amber Alert. No, Amber Alert is an actual kidnapped child. The code Adam is it's the, when you're in a store and a kid gets separated from mom oh. and dad. They shut the doors oh. until the kid is found. Uh, I'm trying to find random. I story. don't want to go with code Anakin. <laughs> it just be simple as like code Auric. Uh, a, co- a code Anakin is when there's a dark Jedi killing the kids in the story. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not that's really, <laughs> really awkward. Uh, what did you say, Ben? <laughs> I think Hillary's wizard powers are kind of like mega dad wizard powers. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. My heart just grew three sizes. Skip. Mm-hmm. What does the scouter say about Kesha's power level? No. Only me. <laughs> I think it might say that it's over 9,000. But I'm not I, sure. Oh, I was going to say it's oh, it's five pips, but sure, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Did <laughs> <laughs>